Hi, I'm Scott Fuzzy Joseph, and you are listening to Thinking Outside of the Long Box. This week we watched Moonfall, Aliens, Us, in the past, made get in the present with a moon. It falls down. It goes back. Motherfucker, why aren't you still on the wall, Sam? It's thinking outside the long box. That intro was confusing. Yeah. But we're live again. So was and, that movie. And we're working. It was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was something else. <laughs> uh, we were going to talk about this during Denver Comic Con. We had to skip it. Uh, I forgot to watch it. Because it. it was late. Oh, yeah, you did forget to watch it. That's right. <laughs> I totally spaced out watching this movie. <laughs> so here we are. We're talking about Moonfall. It's a 2022 science fiction disaster film co-written, directed, and produced by Roland Emmerich. It stars Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, Michael Pena, Charlie Plummer, Kelly Yu, and Donald Sutherland. Follows two former astronauts alongside a conspiracy theorist who discover the hidden truth about Earth's moon when it suddenly leaves its orbit. Shot in Montreal, its budget was $138 million. Jesus. 138 to 146, there's an average there, and it made $59.1 million. There will not be a part two. There will not be a part two. All the people in the comments. <laughs> if you read the reviews for this movie, it's either like the worst fucking movie I've ever seen, or like I fucking loved this film. I hope there's a part two. So, I mean, so. This movie was a disaster on many fronts. Essentially, it's about a group of astronauts who. At the beginning, they had they're on a mission, and something goes terribly wrong on the mission, and so the one astronaut's like, "It was aliens. It was something that knocked us and fucked up the whole mission," and he gets excommunicated. And Halle Berry's character doesn't, because she's just like she doesn't back him. She doesn't back his play. She says that it was their fault, and so she goes on to have a really good career in NASA. Why would you do it? So, because you're given like a step-by-step play of movie, which if you haven't seen a spoiler alert, because it is happening, but <laughs> if you're NASA, why would you do any of this publicly? Like, you actually want to keep this a secret. Like, alien, why don't you just come back and be like, you obviously had a stressful <laughs> experience in space. We're going to go ahead and take you out of the space program. <laughs> like, but they like retire you and like... You didn't think you saw what you saw. We understand that you think you saw it. But instead, they're like on national television, like discrediting him. They have video of it happening. It's like they're inviting to get called out on bullshit there. So I think a lot of companies like that make things public so that they can control the narrative. So that if they don't just say, hey, like, I don't know what happened, but we're going to let you go. Like, well, you're retired now. He can't come out and be like, this is what's happening. And it's out of their control at that point. But see, I think. It's not, though. I think that's a very – if that's true, I think that's a misrepresentation of, like, their own thoughts because – or not a misrepresentation, like an inability to think critically because a, like, let go quietly astronaut comes forward and goes, there's aliens. That's what killed us. Like, it takes – I think the news release you get to release after that discredited Sim so much more than an open trial, like, where you just come out and go, like – 
motherfucker almost blew up in space. His PTSD. We had to let him go. <laughs> we tried to do it quietly to save his, you know, the respect that he had gained to this point. But it, since he's not allowing that to happen, <laughs> we'll go ahead and say what's going on. I think that would, to me, I would believe that in a second. Right. Whereas, like, some, like, passionate speech where he's, like, allowed to speak on television, I'm like, that dude really thinks something weird <laughs> happened up there. And these dudes are like, no, it didn't. And he's like, I'll show you. They're like, no, you can't. I think that's what it is, though. I think a lot of companies do, maybe not a national TV, because, I mean, who's not a lot of people are in fucking NASA. Yeah. You know what I mean? But a lot of people air their dirty laundry publicly so that they can control the narrative. So that they, because that's what, the, they have whole departments that are just PR. Like, what's the best way to control this? And a lot of the times it's just, let's just say it. Let's just do this so that we can control what's being said. We can say what we need to say first, and then everything else just seems like bullshit. You're definitely probably right. I just think you could do it so many better ways than allowing him to, like, actually give that speech on camera. <laughs> like, you could just have a press conference saying, like, he's experienced post-traumatic stress syndrome. Right. Uh, you know, what he saw has disturbed him mentally. We're releasing him from the program. <laughs> and then he comes forward, and then everybody's like, yeah, you crazy PTSD <laughs> bastard. <laughs> like, so after all that, uh, he the moon starts to fall out of orbit. Nobody knows why. Um, so he finds this conspiracy theorist who thinks that the moon is hollow and that it's a me- – I think he said it's a megastructure, I think is what yes. he called it. Uh, while NASA is trying to also figure out what the fuck's going on. And, and it ends up being like that movie uh, 2012 um, where like the moon is coming closer and closer to Earth and so disasters are starting to happen. And uh, you know there's a, a shit ton of flooding and all kinds of stuff is happening. Gravity was like asteroids. <clears throat> To it, it, so remember. 2012 is like the end of the world, though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. in 2012, like all of a sudden, the Earth is starting to experience earthquakes and a bunch of other natural yes. disasters. This is very similar to Shit that. Shit that would happen if the moon randomly decided to do that. Correct. <laughs> I love how every response in this movie is terrible. Like, let's nuke it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if you nuke it, just, it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you have enough nukes to destroy the whole well, moon. Here's the thing. is like When they were going to nuke it, it was basically like scruffing surfaces with the earth <laughs> and i was like even if you blow it up right there like i'm pretty sure you fuck everything <laughs> yeah it just falls into yeah. the earth anyway <laughs> i was like if there's like an an un percent chance it goes back up like i think you let that chance go out because the other thing is like no chance so like three quarters of this movie is dominated by natural disasters the earth is gonna fucking crumble and it ends up being uh uh like an end of the world movie well, I thought I think that like that wasn't hidden as much as like what I've heard. I've heard other people make that criticism too, but I was like, the like I don't think it's a criticism. I'm just saying that that's no, but, how I felt like the movie was. But a lot of people in the comments make that they like criticize that they're like this movie doesn't know what kind of movie it is. And I was like, from the beginning, you get the Samwise character telling you it's you do not what it is. <laughs> so it's like. I mean, they bury that for a long time, but, like, you know it's coming. But throughout like, the movie, he's telling you, like, yeah, this yeah. is it. Had, had it ended up not being that, like, it would have been really weird. It's like, that ah, turns out it's the moon. <laughs> this character was totally useless. So, the, so uh, like I said, three quarters of the movie is just about how we fix the moon falling out of orbit and what the fuck's going on on Earth. And the conspiracy theorist, uh, they figure out finally, because they have to go up to the moon in order to figure it out, that it is hollow. That it's a, it was a structure built by uh, our past selves, as I think is what happened. The first 
evolution of our species. Yes, they created AI, and then AI turned on them, and now they've just been in in an infinitely game in an infinite game of like tag of trying to get away from the AI yes. and not die. And we killed like one small portion of the AI. But it almost nuked our whole planet, so <laughs> probably more AIs are coming. Yeah, so the I love whole how they needed our technology <laughs> to kill the AI, even though they were like massively farther. <laughs> like if all it took was an EMP to take it out, how did you get beat in the first place? <laughs> when your civilization was like harnessing the power of stars and like <laughs> could traverse the universe. But all you needed was like a twentieth century like bomb to blow them up. That's where these like movies get off to me. Like the movie's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like it's dumb. It's like super. Very. All the science is dumb. Right. Even the way they explain why it attacks things. It only attacks mechanical structures with uh, what is it? Organic, say? organic I think material. Life. Yeah. The whole moon is filled with crops. Just fucking put some cabbages on the fake boat that you just made and float it out there and <laughs> blow it up. Like you clearly have the technology. You like basically. I don't know, like enterprise the entire shuttle back together like <laughs> two seconds and increased the bomb. Or put like a frog in there or something. Like you don't need to like sacrifice the human. <laughs> and if you were gonna go ahead and scan his brain like they do in the end anyway to keep him alive in some way, why not tell him that before you tell him he has to sacrifice himself? <laughs> So they're fighting good good aliens and or not good aliens, good, really aliens. good humans and just, bad AI. Yeah. Um. And apparently the humans had the ability to create a world. They created the Earth, and uh, they I, I think they were waiting for us to to get far enough along to be able to help them or some shit because they don't really exist. They've they're it seemed like they were just letting us evolve to the point to where we could like once we got to them they could tell us our history. Right. But the AI just found them first. And then that was, like, threatening them. It didn't seem like they were waiting for us to fight for them, but, like, that ended up having to be what happened. Because <laughs> the, the humans in the moon aren't alive anymore. They're just, they're, they've been, up, their consciousness has been uploaded to this thing. Or it's just a good, he says he's just a good AI. Yeah, could be, yeah. But he, like, has their memories. So they figure all that shit out, obviously. We defeat the bad AI with a EMP, and the human sacrifices themselves. The conspiracy theorists, because he doesn't have anybody to go back to. Really, he sees that they're the other two are kind of in love, or they have families and all that shit. He wants to <clears throat> sacrifice himself for the betterment of the world. Essentially, is what it broke down to. And he got scanned in, so everything was good. The moon went back into orbit somehow. I don't, I don't understand how all that works. Once you but- took out, so <laughs> the AI was choking the power source of the moon, right. which was making it lose its orbit I, they didn't explain why it got heavier than it was supposed to be <laughs> they just threw that out there i didn't know that was like a default of the technology <laughs> but once they killed the ai then it had its full power to put itself back where it was supposed <laughs> to be so it's got a 36 percent critic score and I'm shocked <laughs> i would think all shocked critics, that it's high or i would think all critics would just instantly dump on this movie <laughs> It's got a. It's not awful. It's got a seventy percent audience score. It's still C. I didn't it's hate still watching. C it. I mean, I hated every like intellectual play they tried to make. <laughs> like, like, why does this like little? Why is the AI a kid? Like, that's a tropey, dumb thing to do. Uh, it doesn't need to be anybody. Like, a that would make me way sketchy about it. If I walk <laughs> into a white room and there's just like a child sitting on the floor, like Meh, that's Meh. his child. 
Yeah, his child's also like 25 now. Like, it's a weird thing that it's like, I'm going to appear to you as an eight year old. Well, yeah, I was trying to be, he was trying to remind him of happier times. You know what I think is much more disarming to people? Technology of their era. <laughs> so a computer screen doesn't set me off at all. It doesn't cause any kind of emotion. Like if it's just a fucking flat screen that's like, let me tell you about some shit. It's like, ah, oh, fuck, this is crazy. We never thought about an EMP, but you guys are real smart. <laughs> they did think about an EMP. They just didn't move forward with it. Why? I don't remember. I don't remember what they said. They said it was shelved, but they did. They so NASA knew that this was something the whole time. No, no, no. The aliens. <laughs> oh, I'm like they're like, yeah, we were real smart, but that EMP thing that was we, <laughs> we never thought about that. <laughs> or a failsafe of some kind before we put these AI that could murder everyone in the rooms of children. So I honestly. When I woke up and thought about it this morning, I honestly was like at a 72. I, I really enjoyed watching the movie. It's a fun movie, like you said. I'm low 70s, too. It's not good, but it's a fun movie to watch. I'm low 70s as well. It's just, I think it just tried to be, it, it did what like Independence Day, the second one did. Where they they start trying to be like real science-y. And it's like, you're not that movie. Like, you, you hired <laughs> no one to do any kind of research. You clearly aren't scientists yourselves. <laughs> you read a science fiction book or two, and then you troped together every sci-fi movie you could get your hands on. It's like, what happens? All right, this happened in that one movie. We'll do that. That yeah. happened in that other movie. We'll do that. Independence Day 2 was so jarring because, <clears throat> like, if you had just stayed on the fact that, okay, we now are evolved because we had their technology, we were able to replicate it. And now we need to go find their home planet and destroy it. Like, that makes sense to me. But then you introduce another AI, that's, and then you introduce this huge backstory, and it's just like, you don't need that. Like, that's too much. <laughs> it's way too much. And then the alien queen is, for some reason, the side of a building. <laughs> they, they just, yeah, they did the same thing. They troped a lot of stuff together. And this movie did the same exact thing. <laughs> I would say this movie is better than the second Independence Day. At least it's more fun. The second Independence Day was like, I just feel like they shit all over the first masterpiece. A lot of people think it's not a masterpiece. I fucking love it. I fucking love it. I I was speaking to somebody who's like, I don't have time for Independence Day. I don't like alien movies. I was like, what? Yeah, I don't one have of the, time for things that are fun. It's, in my a, life. it's a great movie, though. Like I, I understand if you don't like 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 Alien, like you know what I mean. Like that's I, I sure. get that if you're just not into like aliens. Yeah. But a Will Smith and a fucking uh, a Goldblum movie, yeah, like it, it's a great fun he movie. Punches the alien in the face, <laughs> which turned out to not really be its face, and still knocked it out. <laughs> Resurgence has a 29 percent critic score and a 30 percent audience. Yeah, score, Resurgence so. is just bad. Like. <laughs> Granted, the first movie, like, has the really stupid thing of, like, we defeated them with a computer virus. Like, how the hell could we possibly interface with their computer? Like, you couldn't do that with a Mac and a fucking, and a Windows machine. Like, (laughs) (laughs) without codes. Yet somehow we just uploaded a virus. super fucking genius, bro. That's it. (laughs) Backdoor access. Moonfall, we gave a 72%. Um, Use an antivirus scanner. Not, not too much to talk about here. It's just a fun, goofy movie. You should definitely at least give it a try. Don't think that it's going to be super serious. You know, it's not or super like convincing. I was like, it's a fun popcorn movie. Nobody's like, uh, yeah, it, like stuff explodes and there are cool visual effects, right? And it has a pace that keeps you interested throughout the movie. So I'll give it all of that. 
But don't expect anyone's acting to make sense or anyone's motivation to make sense. Like when Holly Berry's character comes back and like tries to get him back on board but doesn't even want to apologize for what happened to him, I'm like, any human being on the planet would. <laughs> Probably would apologize like, sooner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I was unconscious. You saved my life. You said some shit that got you thrown out. Now that I find out it's real and I'm still giving you shit, <laughs> even though we ruined the last 20 years of your life. I'm like... Damn, like, I don't think anybody would act that way. And even when, like, he gives himself up at the end, the same, I forget what his real name is in this movie, but he's from uh, Game of Thrones. But when he gives himself, even that didn't Patrick seem Wilson? believable. Is that his name? The main the main guy? No, the guy who sacrifices himself. Oh, oh, I didn't, uh, his name is John Bradley West. I didn't know who was in Game I don't, I'd never seen him in anything else but this. Yeah, he's like one of the main characters in Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. I haven't watched the show, so. He's, yeah, he's one of the watchers on the wall. But he's, a, uh, yeah, he is, his character, I, same shit. Like, <laughs> nobody does anything rational in this film. <laughs> it's like the mood's coming to kill us. I'll go find that other guy. No, you wouldn't. You met him four days ago. <laughs> like... Oh, Hold you. on one second. Oh, can we pause recording here? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So like I said, there's not much to talk about here. Uh, so we'll go ahead and end the episode. The moon it's falls a- and then it unfalls. <laughs> and then we're smart. Like, I don't know. I don't know. And then they say. leave at the end. Like, there's going to be a part two. But with the insane amount of money this movie lost, it probably <laughs> definitely will not be. <laughs> so go watch the movie. Um, let's see. Let's see if there's going to be a part two at all, if they've announced anything. Uh, Can't possibly imagine you want to lose part of the Halloween Nothing announced yet. So, um, TOTLB.com. Check us out there. Facebook.com slash thinking outside the long box. As of today, except for today's episodes, I am officially up to date, edited, caught up. Everything is good. That just means that there's a new fucking episode that's come out every day for the last two weeks, plus the next six days or so. <laughs> so a lot of episodes are coming out and hitting the, the fucking show every day. So I noticed that. Look out for that. Uh, I just wanted to catch us up, so we're all good. I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con next week. A couple cool things going on there. So uh, make sure you keep an eye out on our Facebook page, our Twitter, and all of that stuff. Uh, until next time, I've been Juan. I was also Doyle, but I still am. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. Make sure to join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!